Hello. Are we live? Awkward. No, JK. Actually, welcome. But I really need to tell you guys, I'm actually super excited for this episode. The other episodes, I was like testing equipment. I was nervous. I was new to all this and I didn't have a cool mic. Okay. I didn't even have my glass of beer. I just had like a can. Like I, I didn't even have it dialed in. It's like I wasn't even thinking. So I'm actually really excited about today's show. It is called, hold on, let me look at it. Possible Secret Meanings of Everyday Songs, Part One. Um, yes. There will be several episodes of I guess you can call it music decoding, lyric decoding, I don't know. Here's the thing, uh, I don't know if it's true, all of the things that I'm decoding and saying that I think that these songs are about. It's just a perception, right? Um, yeah, people just kind of, it's like a reality, choose your own reality, pick your own adventure. So, uh, but I thought it would be fun if we all like sat down together and listened to these songs and I throw out some possible theories and you guys write me, tell me what you think. Um, I do have a new mic. Um, I have my speaker. I redid my whole closet. Um, I'll give you guys a tour. Fan club members, I'll give you guys a tour. Faithful listeners, you other listeners, I just don't know. Um, okay. So quick one last thing before we jump in you guys are gonna love this episode i'm very 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 excited this has been a request video two people have requested um this episode actually i think even before coronavirus so um video is popping i'm getting my new webcam i took care of the delay got the mic you guys shit's popping off is what i'm gonna say okay so one last thing Obviously, this is a video episode, but for those of you listening on the podcast apps, which I know some of you don't like video because you're sleeping, you're driving, you're whatever, um, you've reached out to me and let me know, um, I'll always put out the audio to the video. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to edit it. So watch the video, whatever. Y'all do whatever you feel like you need to do to get through your life. Okay, one last thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk over the music a little bit, like the songs that we listen to. It might get annoying. Um, it's for copyright reasons and like keeping the show moving and blah, blah, blah. Um, you guys can listen to these songs on your own, though. And OK, no more explaining, just fun. OK, I'm here. Are you guys here? OK, let's just breathe. It's like weird, right? Being live. Okay, let me stop the music. Okay, get a grip. Okay. Oh, yes. The first song that's going to be on the part one episode of Possible Secret Meanings to Everyday Songs, Paper Bag by Fiona Apple. You guys are like, what? Who's that? What? Never heard that song. Or maybe you like the song, I don't know. Okay, this song, Paper Bag, 
by American singer Fiona Apple, released as a third single from her second studio album, When the Pawn, 1999. Okay, that album, oh, we'll go into it some other time. The song Paper Bag earned an Apple Grammy Award nomination. That's weird, Apple. Uh, for Best Female Rock Vocal Performance for the 43rd Grammy Awards. That's huge. Apple wrote Paper Bag following an experience in which she mistook a plastic bag for a dove. Okay. The event took place in Los Angeles following recording sessions for her previous studio album, Title. Very great album, 1996. Apple reportedly upset at the time. Oh, Apple. Oh, okay. I was thinking like Apple, the company. Okay. <laughs> Apple reportedly upset at the time was a passenger in the car being driven by her father. Okay. So she's leaving the studio, uh, doing title. Something's going on, right? She's driving. She's like, dad, pick me up at the studio, right? She's under some kind of distress, driving, looking out the window, sees a dove, starts to feel maybe some hope, right? Maybe things will be okay. And what? It's just a paper bag. How beautiful. Okay. Um, so the reason why I chose this song, uh, I believe that it's related to the Carpenters, specifically Karen Carpenter. Um, you guys know who Karen Carpenter is, right? Singer, sister, Richard Carpenter, the Carpenters, 60s, 70s, played drums. Uh, a reporter called her chubby. She developed this massive eating disorder and started to disintegrate in front of everybody's eyes. And she's one of the finest vocalists history has ever seen. And I'll say that's anybody's face. And I've been hated on so much for that. You guys don't even know. A whole room has hated on me for liking the Carpenters. But anyways, okay. Uh, the, my Carpenters nod belief is due to two different things in this song. Um, wait, let's just put on the song. Who cares? Oh yeah. But here, I have to use my new equipment. Here we go. We're going to look at it together. And I'm going to talk over it so we don't get the... Um... Sorry I have to talk over it, y'all. I know it's annoying, but it's because of the copyright stuff. Okay, here we go. Paper bag, Fiona Apple. Okay. Great music videos. Oh. She's so very good. Okay, so the Carpenters nod. Okay. And I wanted to thank Fiona Apple for the Carpenters nod because I truly do believe it is. Okay, so here we go. The lyrics. Hunger hurts. This is the chorus. We'll turn it up for that. Hunger hurts, and I want him so bad, oh, it kills. Because I know I'm a mess, he don't want to clean up, okay? Hunger hurts. Here we go. It's just, it's just, so good. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to talk over it so we don't get copyright. I'm not trying to ruin the mood. Okay, so let's just move on. The point of the show is I believe that there's a carpenter's eye. Okay? 
hunger hurts and I want them so bad, oh, it kills. Because I know I'm a mess, you don't want to clean up. So she's talking about being hungry, right? Hunger hurts, but starving works when it costs too much to love. So that's Fiona maybe possibly having an eating disorder, right? I don't know if she does or not. Hunger hurts, but starving works when it costs too much to love, okay? So maybe when she feels like she falls in love, she loses control, right? A lot of people with eating disorders, they have the um, need of control. So they can, that's their control. That's how they control their realities by... Uh, you know, not eating or eating too much or whatever. Okay, let's just move on. Oh, let's listen. She lived in my neighborhood in LA, actually. Never ran into her. I doubt she leaves her place. Something gives me that vibe. Oh, yeah. oh. She's one of the greats. Hands okay, so the reason why I'm turning it up is I want us to hear the uh, end. Here's the uh, other carpenter's nod. Okay, the carpenter's nod is at the very end. Okay, um, yeah, okay, that's all I have, let's just watch the video. Okay, here we go, the carpenter's nod. Anybody who listens to music and knows the carpenters knows that this is a direct reference to the You guys know this is the Boom. Right? Okay. So, I don't know. I think probably, like, two people, like, uh, care, maybe? I don't know. Okay, moving on. I hope you guys care. I mean, definitely watch that video, uh, Paper Bag, Fiona Apple. She's definitely one of the greats, underrated. Um, yeah, I am curious for her next album. Okay, moving on in our episode. Wait, what's it called? Possible Secret Meanings to Everyday Songs Part 1. Yes, okay, you guys are going to like this one. This is exactly what we need right now. We need this upbeat Boston. Oh, shit. I know. Let me get this. All right, this song by Boston is called Hitch a Ride. Sorry, oh, God. I kind of feel that uh, the show might be a little depressing dive right here uh even though this might be a little sad story let's just kind of move forward okay hitch a ride by boston i'm just gonna play it and then i'll talk over it so they copyright not because i'm an able okay some of you may know the story of the lead singer of boston uh brad Dell, 
I believe that this song, Hitch Your Ride by Boston, was a suicide letter of him. He committed suicide. Um, gonna hit your ride, head for the other side. Leave it all behind, never change my mind, right? Okay, so sometime between 11 p.m. on March 8th and 1.20 p.m. on March 9th, 2007, Delb died by suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning at his home on Academy Avenue in something New Hampshire. <laughs> He left various notes scattered from his car to the interior of his home. The police discovered his body on the floor in his master bed. Okay, I can't even read this. It's like so depressing. So they found him. Two charcoal grills were found to have placed in the bathtub lit, causing the room to fill with smoke. And a suicide note was paper clipped to his t-shirt, which read, God, this is like so, I've never actually read this before, God. Mr. Brad Delt and something in French, I am a lonely soul. Oh, God. Oh, God. God, you guys, I, I've never read this. Okay, I mean, I knew he committed suicide, but Delp left four sealed envelopes and his address. Uh, okay, should I really? I, I can't even read this. He left notes and shit. And I'm not even going to, I know the reason, or I know what, like, set him off, but he had been you know, suicidal for years, I would say, right? Listening to the lyrics um, of Boston. I mean, not that that's, it, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know? Um, but yeah, I really don't even want to read this. Okay, here we go. Gonna hitch a ride, head for the other side, leave it all behind, it never changed my mind. Gonna sail away, away, sunlight's another day, freedom of my mind, right? Finally out of my fucking head, carry me away for the last time. So there we go. God, this is very dark. Okay, we gotta get this. Oh my god. Lost him. It's like, what? Oh. <laughs> Whenever we'd be driving, me and my ex, she would always start talking during the solo. And I would be like, did you do that on purpose? Like, this is the best guitar solo ever. And she was like, oh, I don't know. And then, like, every time it came on after that, she would talk during it. And I was like, you are doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just totally took my attention or... <laughs> this solo makes me cry every time. Okay, God. This is crazy episode, right? I've been wanting to do this for so long. People have asked for this episode. And this is just part one. Song analysis, music analysis, right? Listen, double solo? What? The vocals? Oh, look. It's your eye. Here we go. He's free, right? Like, the guitar player is maybe putting that, what he was saying, into sound and emotion, right? Okay, wow. Let's just move on. That song is like really heavy. Oh, God, another heavy song. <laughs> Moving on in Possible Secret Meanings to Everyday Songs Part 1. God, it only gets from worse to worser. 
God Only Knows, more specific uh, by the Beach Boys, but more specifically by Brian Wilson. He had, you know, blah, blah, blah. You all know the Beach Boys, right? Okay, so this is good because we have a little video to watch. It's not like, okay, let me just chill because this is intense, right? I mean, if you're down to like experience, it's intense. Okay. Live. Mm. Let me just quickly say, I got all my cable and all my things like that to um, keep the lag from happening. I got my mic, redid the closet. Wait, we already said that, elevating. Okay, moving on. God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. More specifically, Brian Wilson. Just gonna talk over it. Okay, I believe that this song is a blatant threat of suicide, hidden in frilly Disney-like flute solos. Okay. So let's just talk a little bit about the lyrics. Here's why I think that the specific lyrics. Sorry, I'm talking over the music, copyright stuff. If you should ever leave me. Okay, here we go. Imagine if somebody said this to you. <laughs> if you should ever leave me, though life would still go on, believe me, the world could show nothing to me. So what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you. Okay, what does that mean? People just, they don't even think about it. Okay, right? And actually, I'd always thought that this song was a threat of suicide. Let's just hear God only knows what I'd be without you. God only knows Disney, right? This album, I'm doing a whole Pet Sounds thing too. I can't get started on my Pet Sounds. Okay, so anyways, right? So good. Okay, so what is this saying? If you should ever leave me. Okay, so if you leave me, the world would still keep going on, but there'd be nothing to see. So uh, what good would living do me? So if you leave me, I would kill myself basically. And God only knows what I'd be without you because I would be on the freaking other side because I would be dead and not here on the planet, right? Isn't that what, <laughs> isn't that what he's saying? Look, the notes here for this are so short because it's so like obvi to me. You know what was interesting? I always thought that this song was a threat of suicide, and then I saw the movie, um, um, you know, the Beach Boys movie, Love and Mercy. I saw Love and Mercy, and Brian Wilson's dad was like, um, God only knows it's just a suicide note. I was like, oh my God, I've always thought that. And I thought that was Brian Wilson's way of kind of saying that it was a suicide. I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, like bad rap is about status and it's brilliant. Like the best status video I've ever seen is Popstar by DJ Khalid. And this is the best way to hide a suicide something crazy like that in a song. I don't know. So yeah, there you go. 
I feel that God only knows is a blatant threat of suicide hidden in uh, whatever's. Okay, one more song. Thank God. This is like really intense. And this one's even intense too. Maybe I'll try to do happier ones. Not, there's like no happy songs. Okay. Last song. Let me do this thing. What this? I hope you guys are liking the new thing. I'm going to get quicker at like whatevs. The button pushing. Um, okay, last song. Okay, yes. The Festival by Mac Miller. Please don't hate. Just be like, oh, let me open my mind. So let me share the screen. See, I'm getting better, y'all. It's nothing. Okay, I'm just going to start playing it. This is actually featuring Little Dragon. All you emo people are like, oh, well, I'll give it a chance then. Okay. I love this album cover. This is um, one of the last albums he put out before he... Okay, let's just get into it. Mac Miller. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a great song. Little Dragon just tears it up. Okay, The Festival, Mac Miller. Um, you regular listeners know I went through some weird Mac Miller phase, like at the beginning of coronavirus. His kids' tape album... I don't know. It distracted me, I guess. You know, listening to albums is like dating someone. Okay, so here we go. Mac Miller, The Festival. Featuring Little Dragon, you know, kids. I feel that Mac Miller lived his entire life. This is just what I wrote. I have no fucking idea what I wrote. I feel that Mac Miller lived his entire life up until the moment he died as a performance art piece. That is true. The very, very short story, oh yeah, is that he and, okay, here's the deal. He and Ariana Grande were like in love, right? They seem to be. Uh, you remember, um, she's the artist that had the bombing go off at her show, Manchester Arena suicide bombing, like weird shit. Her videos are weird. Like there's, I, I can't even get into it. I don't know what happened exactly is what I wrote. But for some reason, oh yeah, oh yeah, she wouldn't, okay, so something happened, they were like in love and then they broke up or some bullshit and I'm sure it was horrible on both ends, just like it always is, no one's to blame, right? But basically he did something that, what I gather from his music is that he did something that he couldn't live with. Maybe he cheated on her, maybe he did something, who knows? Um, his album, Good Morning or Good AM, whatever you guys want to call it, um, it seems to be the one where he lost hope and started his mental decline for whatever reason, right? This little dragon. Little dragon, I believe, is playing the voice of God. Okay, so I feel the words, the festival. When he says the festival, Mac Miller says the festival in this song, I believe that he means the he heaven or like the other side. Maybe that's a code word he uses in his head or to maybe people close to him, the festival. Uh, maybe he has uh, referenced heaven and the other side as being a music festival, a big party of sorts. Maybe he thinks he's going to like reunite with the greats or something. I mean, who knows what people think and who knows what happens, you know? None of us know what happens uh, after we cross over. But maybe for him, he called it the festival. 
uh, maybe he was just done with this shit here, and his life is as it currently was. Um, like his line of, I wake up, he got sober, and he pops a couple Benadryls, go back to sleep, right? It's just like, he's just trying to live. Um, so he does reference God as a woman in the song. I'm just going to rewind it. Um, and then the voice of Little Dragon comes on. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that yeah. he's saying, you know, the, the voice of Little Dragon is yeah. God singing. And the lyrics, they're chose for a reason. You know, these aren't, they're not just like, oh, write this. You know, this is this freaking art, you know? And he's an intense dude. So here's the thing. Here's the lyrics. I'm going to the festival. The festival. You need to let me go. I wake up, pop a couple Benadryls, go back to sleep. Okay, that's no way to live. He's saying he's depressed. He has no life, right? I'm going to the festival. The festival. You need to let me go. Okay. All this torture. Thought I had to warn you. Leave it all behind and go to California. Okay, he moved to California after he and Ariana Grande broke up. I don't know her. I don't care about her. I, I'm not saying anything one way or the other. Um, I'm past the signs. It's the real thing. Try to analyze the feeling you can't fathom. So he's in. So he's saying he's in so much pain that you can't even like fathom it. Is what he's saying. Okay, so let's move on. Here comes the part. This nice little transition. Man, it's so good. <clears throat> okay. So this part, I believe, you know, Little Dragon, which is God's voice, it seems. Uh, is talking to Mac Miller, asking him, you've got second chances, you've got happy birthdays and sweet romances. Uh, why do you want to go to the festival? You've got angels. We can see them dripping from the sky. Uh, you watch them with your third eye, which that's, a, that's an occult reference. Um, esoteric concept. Um, if you look at Mac Miller's, the last photo he posted actually on Instagram is an esoteric symbol. It's him going like this. Um, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that that was his last thing. <laughs> I'm just saying it was his last picture. <laughs> no, but for real, why do you want to go to the festival? Little Dragon just they're quite good. Okay, so moving on, let's wrap this up. This is going in a very weird place. But yeah, just touching on this album cover. Um, I love it because he has everything at this point. He's rich, he's famous, he's blah, 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 and he's bored. You know? Um, he's, I don't know, maybe I'll do a full thing on him. Uh, I like artists that are intense and honest, and I don't give a fuck what they say. And uh, I want to experience intensity and honesty, and that's the end. <laughs> and he's intense and honest. So here we go, quickly on his passing, I believe that he lived his life as a performance art piece up until the end. And uh, okay, here we go. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> On September 7th, 2018, 2018, Miller was found uh, basically dead in Studio City. 
Uh, I had a funny story for Studio City. I just don't feel like saying it. I will definitely say it some other time, though, because you guys have to hear it. It's me and Kathleen, my ex-bandmate, on TMZ with Britney Spears. That's a true story. Okay, Mac Miller. His body was found by his personal assistant who called 911, performed CPR. Um, and here's the deal, y'all. He overdosed on drugs. Wait, let me just like... Okay, so Mac Miller, sorry, I'm reading my thing. Um, he overdosed on drugs. And here's the thing, you guys. He was found in the praying position. Okay, so he was on his knees, right? On his knees, on his bed, in a kneeling position, in the praying position. I mean, there's so much I want to say, but should I? I don't know. I feel that he lived his life as a performance art piece. I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, so, uh, on November 5th, 2018, the L.A. coroner's office say he died from a drug overdose. People were arrested and all that shit because there was fentanyl in there. And it's funny because, not funny, but um, there's a song, it's called, it's one of the first songs on the Good Morning album, Good AM, which you should listen to from beginning to end. And Kids Tape is mixtape from beginning to end. Those two albums, you should listen to Kids Tape first because it's right when he started to blow and right when he was like, oh shit, like I can really do this and I'm going to be fucking rich. And he was like 18, he just graduated high school. Kids Mixtape mix tape by Mac Miller. And then just fucking skip everything else because it's really not that good to Good Morning, the Good AM album. And that's after he's like become an adult, had heart, his heart broke, got rich, fucked up. It's intense, you know? So, all right. So, whatever that means, let's put on the closing music. Okay. Jesus. That was intense, right? Okay, so let's just wrap all that up. Anything else to say about Mac Miller? No. Okay, on that note, I hope y'all enjoyed Possible Secret Meanings of Everyday Songs Part 1. There's going to be probably Part 1001. Yeah, that will probably just become the show, actually. Oh, side note, sorry, me and Mom both don't like Dancing with the Stars anymore. And we just, like, don't want to do that show. It's like we both want to like do the show, but we hate Dancing with the Stars. Okay, um, so I'll do something on that. Also, okay, let me read what I wrote. Oh yes, please go to monoano.com. All the content is there. Um, plus join fan club and then you can get the extra content. And you guys, I don't know what's going to be happening soon, but like shit's going to go down. All I know is like, yeah you're going to want to be part of fan club or you're going to be sitting there going, I wonder what's happening on fan club. I wonder what's happening on fan club. It's going to be like intense. Okay. That's all I have written. Great. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoyed the microphone. Okay. This <clears throat> right here. No, 
god. Oh yeah, this right here is my Garbage Pail Kid collection. Um, that's awkward. But what I meant to point out, this. This is my friend Kelly Mellon's company. Not company. Like, thing. You matter. So just remember that you matter. Even if you feel like a so alone and like it doesn't matter and you don't matter and everything know that you matter and yeah email me us at monoano.com let me know what you think of the music analysis uh, and also it could totally be totally wrong and like that's cool it doesn't matter right it's art analysis okay i hope you have a great day